0: Ega mana ega reo ega karangatanga mahi tu katoa no mai huki mai ki everyday Maori. Welcome back to Everyday Maori, the podcast where we help you to learn everyday Maori. Ko Mi kāli toku ingoa, ko apera whaite fine toku ingoa. And the Ko Papa today is E and ki, Those two little particles that I know give us all a little bit of a hard time when we're when we're learning Te Reo Maori. Even I know some proficient speakers like myself, who sometimes have to think twice about whether it is an E or a Ki. How, how's E and Ki been treating you so far? Uh, pretty bad. Struggling <laughs> myself, so I'm looking forward to diving into this. There, there are some guidelines, I suppose, that we can follow, and we'll look at those today. I just want to say that there are lots of different uses of E and Ki, and we're just going to look at them in relation to how we use them with kupumahi, with verbs, and also explain what this little thing means when we say particle. It's a particle. So, I think that is one of the challenges sometimes because there's no direct translation for particles. They need to sit around bigger words in order to make sense or be useful. So let's let's take a look. E E and ki. These are our joining particles. E huama. We have the bigger kupu. Like our verbs, our adjectives, our nouns And uh, to join all those kupu together in a sentence We rely on the particles And i and ki are just one set of particles And often there's no translation for these particles But we can look at how they work And how they relate to the other words around them In different sentence types So let's take a look at active sentences Let's start with e, And we're going to look at three different uses of here, so the first use is to indicate movement away from a place in the sentence. So, let's look at an example: Kua hoki mai ngā tamariki ite kura. Kua hoki mai ngā tamariki ite kura. How would you translate that? Eh, hoa? The children have returned from the school. Aha, oh, bye. I. So like we said before, you can't always translate these particles. But here we can see that e is interpreted as from. It's indicating motion or movement of the verb away from a place. So we could say, mai I You've come from afar. Mai so there we can see, okay, so e here kind of does translate to from. Let's look at the second use of e now. This is one that we've already looked at when we were looking at the tenses uh, and active sentences, mahi. So we use e here with verbs that take a direct object to mark the object or goal of the action. Okay, what does that mean? Let's look at an example. The verb in the sentence I'm going to use is fātui. Fātui is a useful, kupu it means to fold. And the object, the direct object, is going to be kakahu. So in order to connect the first part of the sentence with the verb to that object, I'm going to use e. Ifa tui I folded. Ifa e orku kākahu, I folded my clothes. Ifa tui e ōku kākahu. He tawira a Do you have another example of that use? I think so. Kua panui koe puka. Bye. Have you read the book? I mm. again, just using E to connect the two parts of the sentence there. I, You're drinking your cafe, coffee. <laughs> 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 that cafe. And the last use of E for now is going to show the time, uh, when an event occurs. Okay. Example, i parakuihi. Parakuihi is also a verb, so parakuihi for breakfast as the noun, but we also use it as a verb. So, i māto ite waru karaka. Mm. We had breakfast at eight o'clock. Kapai i we we breakfasted at eight o'clock. We breakfasted <laughs> at, eight, at eight o'clock. So there, the e is is kind of the at here. You know, it's indicating the time when. An event occurred or will occur. Cool. I think I've got another example for that one. Ka by Ka teruru ite po. Hmm, Bye. The ruru owl hoots at night. Kou kou kou. <laughs> Let's have a look at key now. And we're going to look at four different uses of key with kupumahi, with verbs. And the first one is really, I suppose, the opposite of the first one we looked at when we were looking at e, to indicate from a place. Now we're going to use key to indicate motion or movement towards something or towards a place. Example, hoki is the verb I'm going to use again, return. Kei te hoki tato Ki te mahi atera wiki wiki we are returning to work next week Bye. so here again we don't always want to translate these particles but we can see that ki here is translating to two two no ka fakapā atu atsuo Mm. Ka Ka ki a a I will contact you tomorrow. Fuck pa, that's a nice verb to to make touch, to get in contact. Aye, aye. And I I have to take back what I just said because here there's no two in the English sentence, is there? But you can understand the motion of that verb. Like I will get in touch with you. Tomorrow, it's kind of this outwards movement Mm, mm. Te Te the second use of ki we're going to look at Is used to show the place where an event will occur in the future Especially if there's like movement to where that event takes place So for example, we're going to have our hui in the meeting house So this Hui is taking place in the future, kind of movement towards that place. We're not there at the moment. So I would say in Terril, te nui. We'll have our Hui in the whare nui. What would the meaning be if we change that key to E? Kahui tato farenui. For me, listening to that there really isn't much when it comes to the meaning. Uh it's very subtle. For me, we're not in the nui at the moment; we're somewhere else. farenui, so there is movement towards that place there in the future. If we were in or near the nui at present, and we would say kahui ite farenui, we will meet in the meeting house. The translation you can hear is the same; it's just that knowing that whether there is movement towards that place or not, or are we already there? Okay, okay, very subtle, very subtle. And that's not something that someone's going to jump at you and be like, oh, okay, te here." No, as you learn more, you start to really pick up on these smaller nuances that appear. Kapai. He no? Ai, ah, he no. E What's, think of an event that's going to take place in the future? Mm. Te mata tini? Hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. all things going well? Bye. Katu tematini ki tamaki makoto. Aye, pai, marama. That's clear. Yeah. Katsu tematatini kitamaki makoto. Pai. The third use of ki that we're gonna look at is used to say with or by means of. So um tō ingwa ki tetahi pene. Write your name with a pen. How about this one? Pay the bill. With cash. Heaha te kupi mo te bill. It's so te bill ko te nama. Te nama. Mm. Uh, me utu koe i nama ki uka uka. Pay. Pay. Uka uka. Cash. Me utu koe i te nama ki te uka uka. Or, pay the bill with a card. Me utu koe i te nama ki te kari. Aye. I- more common at the moment, right? Uh, uh, tika, tino. <laughs> and the last use of ki is used to connect experience verbs to the object. Here's a list of some common experience verbs. Pirangi, or hear, hear, to, to want or desire. Mohio, to know. Mahara, to uh, think or to remember. Fakaru. To think mm-hmm. to manako To hope fakapono, To believe Kia ora fakapono right. to believe or to trust in as well Aroha To love And all those different varying levels of what aroha means But we'll just say with, to love for now And then the opposite of aroha is Mauwahara Which kind of means to hate or to loathe something. Um, very similar to mo mahara, which is to remember, but this is mo ahara. So there's some experience verbs, and then there's always the exceptions. And so the exceptions are kite, to see, and rongo, to hear. With kite and rongo, we use e. So, i kite aho iaque, I saw you. i rongo iaque, I heard you. You can hear I'm using e there. But let's go back to key and give some examples with these experience verbs okay let's go i hear ahu kite fakarongo ki o fakaro i kite fakarongo i wanted to listen ki o fakaro to your thoughts to your ideas mm. with this example i really feel the direction more of a direction with it mm. i yeah it's still like the motion or the movement of the verb, right? Mm, mm, yeah, there's yeah. still some, some movement in there. I get that. And I've tried to explain that. And it's. I think it's something you have to understand once you start getting an understanding of these kupu. You can you can sense that, that there's, there's this outwards movement away from you as the speaker. Mm. Mm. You'll get it once you start using it, e <laughs> ma. <laughs> and the, another one here. Mōhio, to know so kate the mohiho a ho kiaia i i know her or him kate the mohiho a ho kiaia what about aroha try one with aroha e aroha ana au kiaia Hmm. wai e yeah. <laughs> e aroha ana ho ki te reo maori <laughs> ka pai ka nuitera te ra e E and key overview in relation to verbs. If some of that was, you know, uh, a little bit too much for now, you can always come back and recap. That's the the beauty of a podcast. No koira ano ko apera We'll be back next week with a new kaipapa and a new lesson. Te naku kona mai ra. Everyday Māori is supported by te mātāwai kia ukaipoa no Tereo.